What's up, Overcomers? Welcome to another episode of the Overcoming You podcast. I'm your host, Josh Canuti. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button, drop us a rating, write us a review. It really does help us out. It helps us put us on to that elusive algorithm, helps more people find us, and helps us actually get sponsors like the one we have today. This episode of the Overcoming You podcast is sponsored by Onnit. Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customers base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, entrepreneurs, worldwide array of products and supplements. Onnit combines cutting edge science, earth grown nutrients, and time tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. Whether you are climbing mountains or biking down them, building businesses or closing sales, chasing PRs in the weight room or running a marathon or trails like I did this morning. Onnit is the brand you want in your back pocket. As one of the fastest growing health and fitness companies in the world, Onnit refuses to bring anything but the very best to the market, whether it be energy bars, protein shakes, creatine, their flagship products like Alpha Brain and Shroom Tech. Onnit's diverse lineup of products and supplements are backed by science and research. And I can tell you in all honesty, um, I've been using shroom tech on these long runs. So I'm training for the toughest mutter in April, which is a really cool race. It's actually a 12 hour race. It's a five mile loop with 20 obstacles. And it starts at 8 p.m. on April 4th and goes till 8 a.m. on April 5th. And it's how many laps you can do. So I'm currently training for that. And two days ago, just did a nine mile trail run. Literally, as I'm recording this intro here, did a 6K trail run um, with a couple other buddies and friends. And I can tell you, I honestly feel a difference with Shroom Tech. So if you're into human optimization, if you're into nutrition, if you just want to have some focus, then please visit onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash O-C-Y. That is O-N-N-I-T dot com slash O-C-Y. And you can save 10% if you visit that website with my code O-C-Y. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash O-C-Y. My guest today is Jimbo and Jackie from the Jimbo and Jackie show. And this was a really, really interesting and kind of took a left turn that I wasn't expecting on the podcast. If you listen to the Jimbo and Jackie show, or you may recognize his name, he was a rodeo personality for over 25 years. And originally, I had wanted him to come on the podcast to talk about what that's like and kind of how you overcome doing something for 25 years and then all of a sudden getting the axe out of nowhere and getting fired from a job that you love and a big passion that you had and how'd you overcome that? And... I had listened to him on the radio, I listened to his podcast, and he is one of these guys, he's, he re- reminds me of two people. One reminds me of Robin Williams, and then another comedian, Jim Brewer. And if you, you know either one of those, and then you listen to his show, you can see the comparison. But he's the type of guy that when you listen to, he just puts a smile on your face. He's always on, he's always in, um, comedy mode always has a smile always wants to bring positivity that's kind of the basis for his show the Jimbo and Jackie show they just want to be the most positive podcast out there in the in the universe however even that guy even the comedian 
nonstop positivity, smiling on your face, Robin Williams-esque, went through a real, real dark time. And that's one of the things, that's the left turn that I wasn't expecting. I didn't expect him to go so deep and, and, and so dark. And obviously, those of you who have been listening to the podcast and don't mean know that um, I can connect to that darkness a little bit. And we kind of talked through that. And so it's really cool to have Jackie. Jackie is just a sweetheart of a gal. And it was really, really nice to get her insights from what she saw from a significant other. So if you have a significant other or a friend going through something, you know, listen to what she says and listen to kind of how what she would have done different or what she saw or what she would have wanted from Jimbo during those times. But it's an amazing podcast and I think you're just going to really, really love them. Love the Jimbo and Jackie show. And please welcome my friends, awesome Jimbo and Jackie. I'm so happy that I did not go through with that plan yeah. at 11-11 on June 7th on my dad's birthday, his first birthday without him being around. Mm. And... Every day, you know, you hear it, it's cliche, but every day is a gift. Why not make it great? Yeah. Why not make the day that you woke up something amazing? Whether it be writing a poem, whether it be telling somebody you love them, whether yeah. it be, who knows, today you could write the funniest joke ever that somebody's going to uh, remember for the rest of their lives. You yep. don't know. Attack each day. Jimbo and Jackie, you uh, got fantastic taste in women. You, not so good in men, yeah. but nonetheless, I'm happy to have you guys on. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. So I really appreciate you guys coming. Thanks so much for oh, having us, sweetheart. Absolutely. This is a cool, it's an honor, it's a thrill. And uh, I do always like to say, please, I'd like to introduce you to the woman with the worst taste in men yes. on planet yeah. Earth. Yeah, there she so, is. I yeah, do, great to see you. I do have a gift for my guests, oh. so and something to make you guys feel at home. Okay, so listen to your podcast. So ah. <laughs> let's see what he's got for us. Oh, look oh, at that! Nice. So we we here are on a budget, so I didn't do the dom, but I did get Voov cups. Okay, <laughs> nice. hey, it's a thought that counts. Damn it! Yeah. That's so awesome. Oh, you're way too kind. Yeah. And to be honest, I always like that when we go to certain places, I'm like, please, give me a bottle of your shittiest champagne. <laughs> right. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I said, I just want some champagne, yeah. a little bubbly. Yeah. But that's very cool of you, man. Thank you so much. So if you want to pop it, you can feel free to oh, pop it. I do have I do have whiskey, too, but unfortunately, I don't have that whiskey. So I don't know if you want to do that, just straight champagne, but oh, still, nonetheless. Oh, we're going to make a shamsky. A little shamsky to make you feel at home. Yeah, that is awesome. So, Man, what a yeah. host. We, we, we'll do this weekly if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. So I wish I could partake, but I'm in uh, this weird training for this race that I got going on. So, But uh, I will cheers. Excellent. Jersey with my can, uh, I, can I pop it at the sound wall or what would you absolutely. like me to do? You do whatever Here we you, go. Whatever you want, as long oh. as it doesn't break Arnie's stuff at the What do we do on our so, show, Jackie? Well, we pop the champagne, we get the conversation going and the champagne flowing. That's nice. Right. <laughs> nice. Here we go. I'm almost there. I'll stay away from your face, Josh. Yeah. Here we, we go. From my eyes. Do it, baby. Oh, Bingo. I always my love that noise. Look at that. Look at that. Yep. What we do is uh, on our show, we start it. Jackie makes a Shamsky, the official drink yeah. yes. of the Jimbo and Jackie show. Third time's a charm. Do you know how we call it third time's a charm? Um, I do, but the uh, audience doesn't, so let let um, let it rip. Okay. Jim and I are both on our third marriage. 
So third we, time's the charm. And we like to say we may be losers, but we ain't quitters. We have there seven we go. kids between us. <laughs> you believe that? Yeah. So that's actually one thing. You guys are one of the few individuals that have Thank transferred you. from a radio personality to podcast. Yes. So I want to kind of talk about that a little bit because Whatever you want. I can only imagine that because you were on the radio for 25 years. 25 years. So you started when you were three. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. I'll cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers to you, cheers. Josh. Congrats. So Thanks for coming over. So no. much for the dry week. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we try to do it in smaller dosages, like a dry hour. Let's see how we do for a dry yeah. hour. And then we say, oh, we did it for an hour. Congrats. Let's drink. Yeah. yeah. So tell me that backstory. So you were on the radio for 25 years. First, how did you get your start and how did you end up? end up blowing that up because 25 years that's a good freaking run it was a hell of a run and it was only at one radio station and the crazy thing is um i was going to college for marketing because mm-hmm. i always wanted to make those mtv cool commercials and budweiser commercials right. and stuff and on my side gig while i was going to school at cal state san Bernardino in california i uh, well i said cal so that's california usually <laughs> but uh, uh uh my job my day job to get me through school was I managed a Nintendo booth. It was a kiosk in the middle of the right, mall, right. and I went by the name Jim Tendo. Uh, and I used to have Mario Brother tournaments, Tetris tournaments, and stuff like that. And the local radio station in Redlands, California, one of the morning show guys plucked me out of the mall. Nice. And he said, uh, I want you to produce my morning show. <laughs> and I said, what time do I got to be there? And he said, four in the morning. And I said, Fuck, that sounds like a shitty job. Yeah. There's a four I, o'clock in the morning. I didn't even know that. I said, I'm getting, I'm coming home from parties and stuff. I, I right. turned him down five times. And uh, he finally invited me to a Monday night football party yeah. he was uh, hosting. How old are you at this time? I was 26. 26, okay. And uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, I saw him. He's on a microphone during commercials of the game. Girls are coming up. Dudes are buying him drinks. And I said, they pay you to do this? And he goes, yeah. I said, I'll be there tomorrow. Nice. And 25 years later, uh, it was a fun run. I was on uh, uh, the big show with Stu, Tiffany, and Jimbo, your morning stiffy. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of rock and roll debauchery, having a great time and partying. Yeah. And then the old budget axe comes every now and then, and they cut all three of us loose. Did you see that coming, or was it just um, out of, did you feel it or anything? Not really. My my partner did, um, but I was always a little more optimistic, and she kept me in check a lot. Yeah. And but I would always build her up over the twenty five years, and y- you know when you do something in entertainment, you know eventually the run's done. Right. But uh, I didn't see it coming. At least for me, I could see them getting rid of those other assholes. Uh. <laughs> Why would they get rid of Jimbo, man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be That's honest, funny. yeah, I thought. Uh, Stu was at the same station for 42 years. I thought he wanted to retire. Tiffany, I thought, was going to go to our sister station, and I thought I was going to get to do uh, a different show. Yeah. And uh, nope, they they destroyed the whole stiffy. Good. They castrated it. Yeah. And then we moved on to the old exciting podcast world because my big buddy, uh, Big D, <clears throat> was a big listener of the show. Yeah. And he owns a studio. Almost as nice as this. Almost. It's pretty damn close. And uh, he said, I miss hearing you on the radio. I want you to do a podcast for me. Yeah. And me and Jackie, besides doing other things into the jacuzzi, uh, we're, we're going <laughs> Facebook Live, and we were getting people watching and listening. And I said, let's do a podcast, Jackie. Yeah. I, yeah. I said, let's do a podcast, honey. 
Well, you and wanted me to do it with somebody else. Yes, I did. I told Jim, I was like, I was so happy when he got fired because I've told him since the day I met him, yeah. what are you doing at the station? You need to be in front of people. People need to see you. His facial expressions, just everything. Yeah. So he's like, Mama, everybody's got a podcast. I'm like, I'm telling you, you need to do a podcast. So when he asked me, I was like, oh, honey, pick a friend, any friend. So you yeah. got all nervous. <laughs> well, so did you know uh, Did you know what a podcast was before? Never listened to one in my uh, entire yeah. life. I knew Joe Rogan kicked ass at it. Right. I knew Josh kicked ass uh, at right. it. <laughs> I knew, uh, I knew uh, Adam Carolla. And uh, yeah. I could see the appeal, but it was never part of my life. And I always joked with people that I'm sure Tom Brady watched a couple games before he said, I want to be a quarterback yep. and play football. We never listen to a podcast, no. and all of a sudden we're doing some. And uh, uh, I kind of like that excitement of just jumping in sure. and attacking it, you know, using what we did on the radio. And I always thought Jackie's like uh, the life of the party at Girls Weekend. Nice. <laughs> she's she's uh, always positive, always has something fun to say, always brings people yeah. in to make sure they're having a good time. Well, that's the thing with – so there's multiple things I love with podcasts. One is – the barrier barrier of entry is like so nil, right? You know, unless you have a really nice podcast studio, but you can do it from the home, you know, right. in, a, in a microphone and a yeah. webcam. So the barrier barrier to entry is really low. But then also, the podcast industry as a whole is in its infancy stages, in my opinion. So, like I some agree. statistics, it's like six hundred thousand podcasts right now, and only five hundred thousand of them are active. Which yeah. sounds like a lot, but comparatively speaking, to do like um. Uh, YouTube, 550 million YouTube channels. Oh, so exactly. quite the disparity. And then same thing with like, uh, just like you said before, you got let go from the radio place. You didn't know what a podcast was. No, I have my friends that are in that are definitely not mainstream in a derogatory sense, but just in the know. And they still ask me, I don't know how to get your podcast, no, which makes me feel good because oh, that's yeah. it's not even to that tipping point or to that yeah. that uh, critical mass point yet. So that's exciting. I'm excited about that. But it also pisses me <laughs> off to all my friends who are like going, show me how to do it. Like we've had to do events oh, yeah. where yeah. we have to give away T-shirts and say, give me your phone. Yep. Let me show you. Do this, do that. But we get we get a lot of older listeners. <laughs> And like, a podcast, what is that? Yeah. And he'd try to explain, and it's like, hey, man, if you liked me on the radio, guess what? Now you don't have to hear the 600 auto uh, uh, corrections. corrections. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can do whatever you want, too. Like you only have to listen to one, hopefully, if we get some damn sponsors. <laughs> yeah, get some sponsors in there, Yeah. Mark. We got a big meeting tomorrow, right, Mark? We're going to make a... That's our producer watching our back behind good, us. Good, good. Don't good. bring him in here, because he'll keep talking. <laughs> so you're 25 years on the radio. You get the axe. Tell me what goes through your head right there. What's is it immediate? Just holy shit. Well, to be honest, or like, what did you feel at first? It was a relief. Really? Because my last year of radio is my least favorite year because um, wow. I had unfunny older people. Uh, and this is the way radio's going. It's just the way it is where you only have their attention for 60 seconds or less. So all the free, fun stuff, free-form radio that we did is long gone now. Yeah. It's never going back that way. And uh, I thought, I understand there's an art form and it's a business, but they were taking away all the art and telling you what to say, and you have 60 seconds to say it. And they always thought that the music was the big reason people listened. Mm -hmm. But then you go out on the streets and they say, it's because of you. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they do lame surveys where they say, oh, people want to hear time, temperature, and weather, and this. And, and it's like, who? No, no, they don't. Right? Yeah. People who? like my producer, old people that uh, still get newspapers <laughs> delivered to their house. What's a newspaper? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the fun was kind of dying, and a lot of my friends that uh, have been let go, too, everything's been kind of changing. And if you listen to radio now, you hear... Uh, be sure to check out our podcast. Yeah, yeah but here's the, here's the thing that I don't like is that they just take their radio show and they just put it on a podcast network. Oh, that right. That's not a podcast. No. That's just your, your radio show, which, hey, to each his own, do what you want to do, but that's not a podcast. One of the things that I love about podcasts is that unless you're some sort of socio, sociopath, you get to know the individual over time. Like yeah. I've – uh, just devoured all of your guys' content. And I know for a matter of fact that you guys are exactly what you say. You're yeah. super fun-loving, super positive. You can't listen to your podcast without – I'm not trying to jerk you off or anything. Like, you can't listen to your podcast you without having a smile. After the you champagne know? battle, we'll see. We'll talk. Uh, yeah. Shamsky. Yeah. Maybe if I had some of the Jack Daniels, that would be a different story. But no, but, we um, do try to keep it the most positively positive <laughs> podcast on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. It's our yeah. little battle cry. No politics, all BS. Yeah. And some people who are great at political talk, good for you. Right. But we, we, like you said, we are who we are, and we're, we're not into politics. We're just into what we talk about. Yeah. Well, we're into each other. And when, when I finally realized, holy shit, I'm going to have to do this show with him. And I told him, I said, honey, if that's what it takes to lift you up here where you should have been the She's past 25 years. such a giving lover. Years, yeah. Balls to the wall. Count me in. Yeah. Told yeah. my adult, my adult children. I was like, "You guys, I'm doing a, <laughs> doing a, doing a podcast with stepdada. Mm -hmm. Don't listen, but subscribe. <laughs> Tell all your friends, right. like us, love us, share it, but do not listen. You are not gonna like yeah. what comes out of mommy's mouth. Or what's going no. in? And they're adults. <laughs> They're, and they're they're grown adults, so yeah. they're like, don't listen, please. For and a couple sakes. times they've sneaked because we do a Facebook live feed sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they go, that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> so they're kind of sneaking in. There's going to be a few things we do, right? Uh, which aren't for our, our kids, obviously. No. Yeah. But I tell you know, like I tell her, um, man, because one of my one of my mentors is is Howard Stern. He's got it down. And he doesn't think about what his daughters are going to say right. while he's doing it. I, I, we tell our kids, it, you're going to get a better Christmas gift yeah. if we do this show better. And yep. it did bring <laughs> it into perspective for me when you said that. I was like, okay, I'm not going to. If they decide to listen, that's on them. That's all on them. And they know you made four babies, so they know you had sex <laughs> at least four times. Right. Yeah, you have to be unapologetically, authentically you. Yeah. That's it, because the podcast that try to be something that they're not it just you're gonna see through that in the hours and hours and hours if you're just you from the get-go people will be attracted to you and then just yeah. roll with you so and that's the one thing that because i always especially people that have podcasts i listen to one two and three and then i fast forward and listen to seven eight nine yeah. and then I fast forward ten twelve so i did the same thing and you guys are just authentically you throughout so what's your really, favorite really episode so far? <laughs> <laughs> i actually like number one because it uh it's the most raw and real yeah, so, it was, yeah. That was, yeah. And that was before the uh, the subtitle change too. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Which I want to get get to there, bucks. but I want to go back to um, yeah, whatever you want. So you got let go of the twenty five year job. You felt immediate relief, and then what's the next kind of emotional wave that you had? Well, right it, to? it's been kind of like a two year journey for me because it was about two years ago that I I got let go, and I knew 
I had a feeling I'm like going, all right, I should be able to pick this up. Somebody's going to hire me. Right. And I applied across the country. Um, and I got a few callbacks. And they said, oh, you got too much experience, which means you're going to probably want to ask for too much money. So, uh, oh, sorry, you know. But And then I started realizing that, man, I guess I think the radio days are done. Even even I did get uh, asked to apply. I told Jackie, I said, I wonder if I'm avoiding the inevitable because mm-hmm. the way the, re- the direction of radio right now, it wasn't my favorite part of it. They were making it more about the music. And I understand there's there's a great place for that. But if you talk to any of the people that used to listen to our show, they loved getting to know us. They felt mm-hmm. like we were part of their day. And that's the beauty yeah. of podcasts. Yep. And uh, to be honest, I got really depressed this uh, 2019 in June. That That's when it really hit me. Because when I first got yeah. fired... Uh, I had a little severance. I was getting unemployed. Uh, me and my buddy Inman did the Jimbo and Inman show, Facebook Live show. Mm-hmm. He took us to Thailand to film stuff. I'm running through Bangkok with a Mike Tyson <laughs> tattoo on my face, trying to eat cockroaches and crickets and yep. shit like that. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. <clears throat> my friends, uh, they bought a, a bus. We were going to do the Jim Brew bus tours. We were trying to build that up. Ran into DMV issues. Uh, my buddy Alex and I uh, put together a concert, and uh, and that flopped. Uh, and even the the radio station I worked for wouldn't take advertising dollars because my name was on it. Wow! And they wouldn't yeah. let us promote the show. So for the first year, I had a lot of stuff going on. So that was 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get a real job. But I appreciate. Uh, How did that make you feel? Did that feel, um, did you? At, 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 at first, it was a kick to the dick. Yeah. Because it was like going, wait a minute. I've been telling dick and fart jokes for 25 <laughs> years at pretty good run. Right. And I thought something would turn into something else. Well, And yeah. what, what hurt my heart and I know crushed him was all these people over the past 25 years burned up his phone. 20, Jimbo, can you get me this? Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo. And yeah. then when Jim started reaching out, hey, man, do you know? not a call back, not a text back. It was and I told money. him, I said, these people are not your friends, just like I've told you from day one. Yeah. You need to be somewhere else. Yeah, that's one thing with, with very deep valleys in life. You figure out who your friends are real oh, quick. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the people that, that call you just to call you and say, hey, some, something's not up. Something's not, not right. But when you call somebody that for help or talk and you don't mm-hmm. get that reciprocation so that's it was a dark time yeah and yeah. i appreciate the opportunity because i still do uh, marketing for this company yeah oh, should i say it you think oh, i'd yeah. be proud absolutely because i they took a chance on me because they yeah. knew i did the radio yeah my friends uh, uh jeff and claudia they own a serve pro franchise oh nice and uh i got hired to be their marketing guy and this was pretty fucking cool because i yeah basically my job was he had a brand new Dodge Challenger, the big Serve Pro bright green. And my job was to drive around to different businesses and say, hey, when you're going, basically, when you're going through shit, give this <laughs> smiley face a call and we'll help you get through the shit like it never even happened. Yeah. And, but then what, it was an awesome opportunity, a lot of freedom. But the thing was, I'm in this badass mean green marketing machine. 
but I'm listening to the radio for over eight hours. Mm. And I can't help but think, how does that fucker still have a job and I don't? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, but I haven't listened to my radio station since the since day the I got day fired. Yeah, I can't even sense. do it. Makes but sense. I'd be like listening and I'd be like adding my two cents. And I started to go into this depression. Yeah. And luckily, the podcast, uh, Big D and his reamp team, uh, asked me to do the podcast, started it with Jackie, and that was my outlet. Mm. But it wasn't enough because I read something somewhere. I don't read too often, but when I do, <laughs> no, um, I do Playboy. No. Uh, <laughs> they said that it's d depressing. If you're sitting down, you're more likely to get depressed. So mm -hmm. here I'm sitting around, even though it's a badass car, I'm sitting because when you do a call with ServPro, sometimes the interaction is 30 seconds. Sometimes if you're lucky, you get five minutes, mm -hmm. you develop the relationship, you're there for a half hour. Yeah. But I'd be going in all excited and the person's busy with their job. Here's my ServPro stuff. All right, thank you. 30 seconds and I'm back in the car sitting down listening to radio. Yeah. And I hit a really dark time last um, June 2019 yep. on my dad's birthday, who died in March of 2019. And I it just, I mean, I was suicidal, bro. Yeah. Been there. I had too many dark thoughts. Yeah. And uh, I thought the podcast was going to uh, relieve everything. It's been a huge part. I don't know what I would be doing without this Jimbo and Jackie show. Right. Third time's the charm. Oh, <laughs> my gorgeous queen over here doing it with me. And the support she's given me, um, especially, are you thinking about June? <laughs> June, was, June was bad, bro. Yeah. It was really bad, even Tell though me. the podcast was going good. You know, it takes a while to get a podcast really up and running where it's... All right, beauty of technology had a little glitch. Um, it happens. It let's happens. Pick, pick up where we left off because I wanted to uh, hear that. So, just talked about um, bat, dad passing away. Yep. Kind of cruising into into June. And he was way more cooler bit... than me. <laughs> my, my dad was awesome. Pat yeah. Poo, I love you, man. You said that you were kind of down in the dumps. Um, yeah. Extremely depressed. Yeah. Maybe on the verge of um, some horrific thoughts. Yeah. You know, it crossed my mind, and it was. Uh, uh, you know, trying trying to make everything work, mm -hmm. trying to make the podcast work and stay positive because, I, you know, my dad always told me, you know, and my mom, always the most positive people, you know, and I was, it was a sign, I felt like it was a sign of weakness. Like I was like, yeah. all right, I got a family to support. I got a, I got, I got, it was a gift. I got to do radio for that long. I got to get a real job and I'm doing this podcast and everything. Podcast is going to take off, but the the real job was a kick to the dick, and yeah. it's like such a departure from what I did and loneliness in that car. Yeah, and I think what what Jim said was hard for him too is walking into a place instead of people being like Jimbo, hey Jimbo, constantly yeah. everywhere we went, he went to the job, and it's like oh. The guy for fire, war, water, mold damage right, is here, kind right. of thing. Oh, thank you. And they'd like to later. brush you off. Whereas before, mm -hmm. people were like, let me get you a beer. Yeah. Let me show you my tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only did that one time. I but did it, that one time. And it was for Ozfest tickets. So it wasn't, you know, don't judge, okay, people? Yeah. <laughs> so when my thing, we started the podcast and I thought, God, I kind of started feeling like, 
he was trying to sabotage something that could be great right where I thought he needed to be. Yeah. But what I didn't understand is the the real difficulty he was going through, especially when Papu passed. Yeah. I mean, a part of me didn't even know I was going through it, you know, because I was like trying to buck up, yeah. you know, and but there was times driving in that car where you're just like, oh, no. What were some of the things that you were telling your yourself that maybe you haven't told anybody before, or maybe you have, but like the um, dark things? It was like, man, I don't know how much longer I could do this. I, re I really don't. I mean, this is just like so much of your day overthinking and just wondering, like going, I don't think this is who I'm supposed to be. And... I need to figure it out. I need to figure it out for my family. But then there was like some days where you're like going, I don't think I can figure it out. Yeah. I think I'm done. I'm like 50, 51 years of life. That was a good run. Yeah. Um, and it was like a weird thought. I told Jackie this before. I'm like going, it's weird uh, knowing that you don't have a parent on this planet. Cause I lost my mom when I was earlier, mm -hmm. when I was like 21 years old and you know, I feel blessed. I got that many years with her. I know a lot of people get less than that. And me and my dad were really tight. He used to be on the show. He would call in for a segment called King stew where people, listeners would call in to tell a joke to win a prize. Yeah. But my dad was like the opening act. He was a traveling salesman. So he was always on the road and he would call us from the road, and uh, sometimes it'd be uh, from a payphone at the Flying J because he had to make his appointment on the radio. And we would say, hey, what, Papu, what's up? And he always let out the biggest burps possible. Uh. That was his greeting. <laughs> he, I never got that trait, and I'm, I'm pissed off that nice. I didn't get that from him. But he let out the biggest burps and make everybody laugh right away. And then he would tell a joke that would make Stu happy and make every. So I was like, man, it's my dad. My yeah. pops has the best belches. He's got the, the funniest joke teller. And everybody that listened to the radio station knew him. And it was awesome to share him with them. And I didn't have my dad anymore. Mm. And I, you know, and I told my kids when at my dad's funeral, I said, you know what? All of us are a little bit funnier because we got. We got grandpa inside. Yeah. We got we got his spirit with us. And a part of me was maybe saying that to convince myself too. But I wanted to be the good parent. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the strong one of the family. But it just wore me out, man. Yeah. And and I got an awesome wife. She's my favorite of the three. <laughs> and that's all there's gonna be. And uh as awesome and positive as she is, I went to this dark place and I go, Am I being too greedy? Because it is such a blessing to have this gorgeous woman in my life that wants to do the podcast with me. Yeah. That's there for every moment, and still not I, enough. It, it wasn't awesome. enough. Yeah, sad to say. Maybe I just needed more blowjobs. Uh, <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. something that she's a giving lover. I just wanted you to know that. But that's, no, I was in. It's like depression is like I've never been that depressed in my life. Right. I've been, you know, I've had bad days or bad weekends. But I'm a positive cat, and I was yep. able to snap out of it, and I was going down a wormhole that I didn't think I was going to be able to get out of. Yeah, I think that's the thing that it gets away from us. I said on, I put something out, I think, as today on January 6th, that, you know, the most addictive thing on the face of the planet, period, end of story, is not, is not uh, cocaine, it's not meth, it's not heroin, it's our thoughts. Yeah. It's when we sit there and we ruminate and per 
um, just like think about them all the time and like and so dipped and so you're in that car just nonstop all yeah. day long, eight hours, eight hours, and that shit just fucking gets away from you so quick and it becomes like um like a feeling of security even though it's a negative feeling it's just like that's just what i do it's you right. know you're doing something that isn't part of your identity or what you don't feel like you should be doing so you're missing something there mm -hmm. even though you have an amazing amazing person next to you uh, someone that would take a bullet for you in a fraction of a second yeah still not enough until you get figure out what's figure out that that shit inside of you and do something for yourself so how did you end up coming out of that or how what's the difference or how do you overcome those kind this of woman right here i this took woman? him to girls weekend the same day that didn't that, <laughs> i'm kidding that, I did that didn't hurt the cause that's for damn sure so no what? she uh she wouldn't let me be alone because no. she knew i was in i told her please go because she does this awesome annual trip with her girlfriends and i think that's important i'm jealous of it because i'm like man i wish my guys had a weekend yeah. like that you got a few moments but how long have you and your girlfriends been doing this trip 20 21 years 21 years they go to palm springs go crazy forget about yeah. their spouses have a great time and when we first started dating she would invite me to i'm like no 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 it's like honey week. the girl said you could come i said yeah, yeah but then it's going to be all the other boyfriends <laughs> and husbands be like how come that guy got to go yeah. and i didn't want to be that dude so i said no 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 you go go have a fun go blow off some steam go bond but that morning i got up and i i, I saw something on his face that i've never seen before in my life and mm -hmm. it scared the shit out of me what'd you what'd you see just he wouldn't look at me eye to eye there was just nothing in his expression and it was my dad's birthday yeah mm -hmm. and day. i just i could i couldn't leave i wasn't gonna leave he's like mama just go i gotta go to this meeting i was like well get ready then i'm driving you i'm yeah. going with you so she followed me to <coughs> uh, a chamber of commerce meeting mm. so that was like my highlights to be honest <laughs> for my job Sure. And Jackie would tell you when I started the job, hey, I crushed it at Chamber Oh, my Commerce. God. He would call me with this job. He's like, Mama, I crushed it at the Chamber meeting. I'm like, who the fuck likes Chamber meeting? Right. That was my <laughs> outlet. I got to be a goofball and, yeah. and do like the radio life. thing. I was like, yeah. I'd go to all of those meetings if I knew you were there. <laughs> and I, we get there, and we're sitting. I'm sitting in the car. I was like, go ahead. I'll be right here. And it was an hour long. And I see this little gal walk past when Jim went in with red shoes on. I'm thinking... Oh, there's that girl again. I'd seen her a couple of places, didn't didn't know her story. I just knew she was always really super sweet whenever I would see her somewhere. Yeah. And so I kind of even ducked in the car to where she couldn't see me because I didn't feel like talking to anyone. Yeah. So Jim comes out, and I'm on the phone with friends calling, hey, does anyone know a grief counselor that I was trying to take him somewhere immediately? And she come, Jim comes out, hey, Mama Dawn's in there. She wants to know if we can go go to her place. I'm like, I don't want to small talk with anyone. Mm -hmm. Here she comes, those little red shoes. And she said, hey, Jackie, I'm a grief counselor. Had no freaking idea. How serendipitous. The woman did that. Wow. And you wonder something even crazier? That was her first time at, at the Rise the and Shine. At the, the Rise and Shine in yeah. Chamber of Commerce. So what they do, in case this is really exciting stuff, I know. Um, oh. uh, Chamber no, of Commerce. uh if you're a new member, they let you stand up and introduce yourself to all the people so people know what you do. And she was at a table next to me, and she gets up with her little red shoes. She says, hello, my name is Dawn from the Red Shoe Project. 
Uh, to nutshell it, uh, I basically deal with people going through difficult times who uh, are grieving a lost loved one, going through a divorce, or any issues like any mental health issues or depression. Uh, we're a nonprofit. Um, if anybody needs me, I'm here. As soon as she sat down, I leaned over to her and I said, Dawn, I said, can I talk to you after the chamber? Good for you. And she goes, absolutely. And right taken back to where Jackie saw us walking out and her not wanting to make small talk. She didn't know right. that I just saw some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And we went straight to her house and we were there for like almost three hours yep. letting it all out. And she is, I call her earth angel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Earth she, angel. She, 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 I, she saved yeah. his life. Yeah, I honestly. Got, yeah, I, I don't want to be over dramatic, but no, no I think she saved my life. It's true. And, like you said, there's nothing I could have done. There's nothing I could have done to save him. And that's she what the hardest my part. Life. Yeah. She's my best friend. She's my favorite everything. And depression is such a motherfucker that it didn't matter. That I had everything I wanted in a spouse. I had the most supporting. Yep. And she would let me talk about whatever. But, you know, being her husband, I, I, I could tell her everything. But then there was a part of me that was like going, I still want to be the tough guy yes. provider. Yes. I still want to be, yep. I don't want to show, I want to show vulnerability, you know, but I don't want to be, I don't want her to think oh, my husband's a pussy, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. I had to, I had to bounce it off Dawn. At yeah. The red shoe. Project. That's something that I can't, for all the listeners, I can't express enough. One, if you have those feelings or you're in those, those, depths of depression or whatever do not be alone you don't have to speak you don't have to talk just sit on the couch and fucking watch netflix just don't be alone because if you're alone then you're gonna like i said you're gonna ruminate and perseverate and, and think about it all the time it's gonna get darker darker deeper and deeper yeah and the second thing whatever you do find someone to let it out to you have to let let it you out do. and i was the sa same way with my wife i was like i'm the man Leave me alone. I'll fucking deal with it all myself, by myself, for right. myself. You know, I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be a pussy. I'm your man. You know, I'm here to protect you. Leave me alone. I'll figure it out. And she did because she's an amazing human being and definitely is uh, just, just like you, married beneath her standards or beneath. We love them. We have yeah. to take our coverage, so we're, man. We're reaching up. They're reaching down. So sometimes they got to pull us up. But no, she's so, so amazing. She gave me everything that I wanted and yeah. she left me alone, which is the worst thing that she could have done. Yeah. So if you have a man doing that one, exactly what you said, make sure to tell them, hey, you're not a pussy. You're not a bitch. You know, it's OK. It's actually making you stronger to do it because it takes more to ask for help than it does right. to be alone. It was real easy for me to be alone. It's real hard to make that phone call after I had a shotgun in my hand. It was real difficult to make that oh, phone you call went that far. Huh? Yeah, really, really far. Damn. And so I know that without a shadow of a doubt, if you were in. If you were even scratching at the surface of that dark time, which it sounds like you were in that room and yeah. that door was closed, if you would have been left there longer, then it would not, it possibly could not have gone the right right way. You could have been in my no. shoes, you know. With it. I mean, do you want you want to get really deep? Yeah. I mean, I, I've never told anybody this. Jackie's heard it, but I, I had I had a plan on how I was going to leave this planet, and. It was going to be at 11, 11 p.m. on my dad's birthday. I was going to wear my number 11 jersey. And I was going to go to the 215 and 10 freeway, park it on that big motherfucker of a ramp, 
and I was going to do a face plant off it and make sure that there was no way that I was going to have to see another day. And I told Jackie that, and I told Dawn that that's what I was going to do. So the fact that that she stood by my side to the very, very possible every moment when she saw I was in a dark place. Yeah. And then to team up with Dawn, like I was going to send her on her girl's trip weekend. I was going to say, go. I want you. I don't want no. I don't want to be yeah. that weak guy. You go. I don't want to be like, I don't want you to have to go face your friends and say, um, or call our friends and say, I got to cancel Jim's. Uh, I got to cancel my weekend. Jim's being kind of weird. And I was yeah. ready to go through with it in my head. And yeah. then after talking with Dawn and her being there, uh, it changed everything, man. It really did. But if, yeah. if, if she would have been at her first Chamber of Commerce meeting, if she wouldn't have stood up and told people what she did, if she wouldn't have had time that morning to see me, like she had, oh, I got doctor's appointment and then I got this appointment. Mm -hmm. uh, we could do it tomorrow. It wouldn't have happened, man. Yeah. I don't think we'd be doing this podcast together, brother. And I'm, I feel so blessed and grateful to have you letting me talk about this. This is a yeah. I've never even talked about this on our podcast because because uh, we're we're a fucking bunch of nuts on our podcast yeah. where we we uh, we like to be the distraction right and people need that too but sometimes even the fun guy needs to be unfun yeah and I love you Jackie I love you Don I love everybody at Ram Studios Josh I love you for. Yeah given this platform because I, I wouldn't do this on our podcast. I really wouldn't. And, you know, maybe I should have, but mm -hmm. I, I feel comfortable with you talking about it this way. No, I, I mean, in all seriousness, I appreciate you doing it. And like we talked about, that's one of the beauties of a podcast and people need to hear that because if anyone listens to your podcast or anyone listens to you, nobody in the right mind would think that you ever were in that spot because of your persona, because yeah. of everything that you do. But the, the silver lining is because of those things that, that perspired and because of Don and because of you, uh, this isn't a religious podcast, but that'll make you fucking think that there's a higher power for sure. It's amazing. But because of that, because of your podcast now, because it is positive, affecting hundreds of thousands, soon to be millions of people. Oh, I like your thinking. But I'm serious. If that was the case, you know, it's so interesting that sometimes the depths of the valleys, you gotta have, you gotta go there yeah. because without you, the millions of people that you guys are going to talk to and the millions of people that you make the day just a little bit better on the ride home, that wouldn't have happened. You're right. Let me kiss my wife. She's over here yeah. crying. I love you, Mama. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Man. Love you too, Josh. I'm sorry Cheer you went through cheers. all that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very sorry. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest. I remember like when, you know, for example, to bring it back, the, the like when Kurt Cobain killed himself, you're like going, man, how the fuck did he do that? Yeah. You know, and I, and Robin thought, Williams was got, the one that. Yeah, well, that, Robin Williams, yeah. too. I put you in that in that category with that. I'm not I'm not trying to compare you, but in that category yeah. where you have Robin Williams, you have you never in a million freaking years would you think somebody is hurting like that. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm in the same, I'm definitely cut from a similar cloth, whereas I've always been the life of the party, life of the party, but yeah. inside it just was fucking 
Right. I just had so much shit going on inside. I guess what I hated most was somebody telling me, uh, you can't do what you're good at anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like like when they when they first some of the thoughts that came later at the radio is like going, Wait, what fuck they should have let Stu go. He's the old fuck. He needs <laughs> to retire anyways. And you know <laughs> yeah. and, and I've talked to Stu about this. Me and him have had this talk and I'm like going, I gotta let go at the same time. I was supposed to have fifteen more years of doing this still. You got to do it for forty two. I only got to do it for twenty five. It is not where you were supposed to be. No, I, yeah. I, I totally For know that. Years. But I'm just telling you some of the thoughts. I'm not bitter. I just thought it could have been handled better. Oh, it sure. could have. And, yeah. And then, like I said, it, it was. It was. I'm glad. Whew, I'm so happy that I did not go through with that plan yeah. at 11-11 on June 7th on my dad's birthday. His first birthday without him being around. Mm. And every day, you know, you hear it. It's cliche. But every day is a gift. Why not make it great? Yeah. Why not make the day that you woke up something amazing? Whether it be writing a poem, whether it be telling somebody you love them, whether yeah. it be, who knows? Today you could write the funniest joke ever that somebody's going to uh, remember for the rest of their lives. You yep. don't know. Attack each day. And yeah, I still get bad days every now and then. And I still talk with Dawn. Good. And I got her on my phone, and she's always cool with that. And I open more to my wife and not try to be the, the old-school tough guy of, like, going, yeah. suck it up, suck it up. Let, let me ask you that. What's your feeling from a spouse standpoint of what we, we just said? So we had that similar feeling that we didn't want to be perceived as a pussy or, or a bitch or, you know, all the stuff that guys say to each other. What's your thought process from a, from a spouse, from a loved one? I I was I just never thought Jim would f- I never thought he would feel that way ever. Um, luckily, the year that he got fired was one of my best years ever in real estate, so mm-hmm. I knew we were okay financially. He knew that, you know. Last year was the same thing, but none of that stuff matters. None of it matters. I would have never thought in a million years he was thinking that, but I knew something was going wrong. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew he was uh, super depressed about how he got let go from the station. Sure. Um, But I had tried to get him to quit from the day I met him for eight years. I'm like, what are you doing at this station? This isn't where you belong. But he loved it. And he kept saying, Mama, I love KCAL. Yeah. I said, well, then you love yourself because you are. You are KCAL. And it was just a matter of people that weren't funny trying to tell him how to be funny. Yeah, studio execs. (laughs) <laughs> and for them yeah. to act like they were his friends and, oh, it's just budget cuts. I knew it was bad when we would try to go to things because Jim loved the music. He loved his listeners that he helped grow for all those years. Mm-hmm. And he would get treated like the plague. And I knew I knew there was an issue. Yeah. By, former, by former coworkers. Yeah. Would you, did so you just, ever – sorry, not to cut no, you no. out. Did you ever um, – did you or would you ever, if thing, if he had done things differently, if he came to you and basically just regurgitated like, hey, I feel like this, I feel down, I feel like I don't want to be here anymore, just was really, really outlandishly open, would you ever think of him as as weak and, and, oh, and be... Oh, hell no. Okay. No, no. What would, what would go through your mind if someone did that? Because I'm curious, too. I guess I should ask my wife the same question. That, yeah. that he's the <laughs> strongest person in the world to be able to come and tell me. Honestly, I would have never thought that in a million years, ever. And I'll be honest, I haven't, 
I haven't had that thought of ending it ever again since okay. since I came clean with you and with Don from the Red Shoe Project. I I I haven't. I mean, I've had bad days, but yeah. I just tell Jack, yeah, today's a kick to the dick day, and it, just say a thought I've had and. Or I've called Dawn, you know, I got that other person too. When I'm like going, all right, I want to get laid tonight. I don't want to get Jackie depressed. Let me call Dawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. You know, and one, still vulnerable, but sometimes I'm like, oh, well, shit. And one thing I love, she told me that day sitting there, she's like, Jackie, just take and just touch him right here in the back of his neck and just squeeze right there. So I do that so many times. She does. To him, just, ah, oh, just be calm, baby. Everything's good. And it works, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, very, very blessed. And have not had that thought. So, if you have that thought, if you yeah. got that plan, or even before you go there, yeah. What advice would you give if someone's in there right now? I would, you know, I, I would say, you know what, the, you know, the old school ways of uh, of completely avoiding problems is not bad. You could, it, I mean, is bad. Be a man. And whether you talk to your bros, and you got to have hopefully a brother or somebody, or and if you don't, they got phone numbers all over. Yeah, it oh, re yeah. it really. I've never talked that seriously about that with anybody. A little bit with Jackie, mm -hmm. but Dawn, I went there. So you got to really find that some that yeah. someone. So if you want to do it. At least make a call to somebody. At least call one of those one eight hundred numbers yeah. and see. You know, see if see if somebody somebody's gonna break your train of thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you know, and you would think as much as I'm in love with Jackie and I, I would have thought that that'd be enough for me. Yep. But it wasn't. Depression is just no, it the has real to come deal. From inside. It you really does. Figure it out yourself. Nobody oh. can do anything for you. You have to figure that out yourself. And to be honest, I, I love all those inspirational movies, too. I mean, like, man, I watch Rocky over and over and <laughs> over again. And just, to, you know, that Rudy movie, all those movies that make you say, okay, you can overcome stuff. And that wasn't enough. Yep. I went to a place that I'd never been, and I never want to go back, and I don't think I ever will. But the thing is to keep, keep that in mind and keep talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, the more you talk about it, the less power that you give it. And even you said something just a few minutes ago, even when you have a bad day, you, you go to her and go, hey, today was a kick in the dick day. That yeah. alone releases some of the power. It does. It just releases it. So having a Don, having a having a therapist, something like that is so huge. How did it change for you, Joshua? Um, that was – so one – there was a lot of things I had to do because um, I got talked about on a – couple other podcasts and before is that I went all the way to the plan and then um, actually even clicked the button to go through with it and it just didn't happen so it was it was a different level of despair right that I've ever uh, never felt felt before I've never felt felt like that before ever and once that once I clicked the trigger and nothing happened it was just like fucking bananas wow. i've never felt like that before ever and i was weeks in bed didn't get out of bed um same thing i, I just put something out, out today i had i knew i had to build my self-worth mm -hmm. because i have the best human being on the face of the planet in my wife 
I have no, I the do. best friends. You got the second best. <laughs> I have the best friends, and none of them could do jack shit for me. Yeah. And none of them knew, which is also part of that thing I didn't tell anybody. I was always trying to be tough. I was always trying to put on a good face. Yeah. I would just run into the party. Not that I was ever addicted to drugs or alcohol, but do shots just to kind of get rid of it and get the party, get the energy flowing. Yeah. And I had to do something for myself once and for all to build my self-worth. And it sounds so stupid. And I know I talked about it on previous podcasts and things I put out, but I literally took a quarter from my nightstand to my dresser and just moved it for 30 days because I kept telling myself, my, one of the things I told myself all the time was, you're never gonna accomplish anything. You're, you're nothing, you're nobody, you don't have enough money, you're too stupid. You know, you have this beautiful wife. You said you're going to give her all this, all the sky, the moon, the oh, stars. Oh, yeah. You want to give and, her everything. And I tried to, you know, not to go into the whole thing. I tried to buy this company, $10 million company, and just totally fucking failed. And so I'm a failure. And so I was like, I have to do something once and for all to prove to myself that I can follow through on something. So I put that quarter from my nightstand to my dresser. I from did my hear nightstand that this morning. To my dresser. And um, it was, it sounds so stupid. And, at the end of it, I did feel a little bit better. Did I feel like I conquered the world? Did I feel like I just watched Rocky? A fucking course not. But it was that one little step, mm -hmm. and that got me to take a shower. And then it got me to go right. to the gym. Then it got me to call and figure out a, um, a therapist and then do yeah. other you know medical things and, and then start to open up and start to talk about it a little bit more and then kind of realize what I wanted to do. And it's this, it's this podcast. It's talking to people like you. Talking to people like you that have overcome maybe not the depths that you and I have or that we have, but something, anything, and everything is overcomable. You just have to figure out the way that works best for you. Right. And it all begins with those thoughts. And the more you think about uh, it and the more you just yeah. let them go bananas and don't hold on to them or don't figure them out or don't talk to them or keep it bottled up, it's just like that champagne cord. Sooner or later, you shake that thing, it's going to freaking yeah. fly out and it's going to poke somebody in the eye or or even worse you end up in a hotel or you know with a jersey at number 11 on uh, so yeah um, and that, that was in what was before that day i remember just like uh i didn't set the alarm whenever i woke up i kind of and and no matter what because i was trying different things because hearing an alarm uh, clock is depressing <laughs> it's depressing it's just like ah. Uh, because it usually means you got to go somewhere that somebody's telling you to go. Right. And, um, I mean, even when I had the radio job, the alarm would go off at four, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, what a shitty career choice. And I'd be in the shower being like, fuck, yeah. man, why didn't I try something else? But then as soon as I got there, I attacked the microphone. I was ready, and I loved it. So I didn't have anything to love when the alarm clock went off. So I stopped doing the alarm clock mm. and just waking up and figure, okay, and then when you wake up and you're laying there and going, I don't want to get out of bed. I got nothing to look forward to. Yeah. I really don't. And the fact that you did that quarter, you figured something out, man. Yeah. That, that's that's amazing story right there. Mm -hmm. Because you think about it now, I mean, depending, it's just that one thing. Yep. That one thing to do something. And it's just that one domino, that one thing. It's so small. I know to the people listening that maybe haven't had that depression or that depth, it seems so small, but it's reconditioning that subconscious yeah. to say oh, okay you do follow th through on something and then you can build on that and build on that and build on that remember our trainer scotty we work out with this guy scotty and he he said always make your bed 
And I said, what? I hate doing that, man. <laughs> I used to, I mean, when I was a bachelor, I wouldn't even make my bed. Even after I washed the sheets, I would just grab the sheet. At least you washed your on. sheets. I didn't yeah. wash mine. It well, was Febreze, that thing. You try to rotate <laughs> the stock a little bit. Sometimes girls complain about crunchy sheets. But uh, uh, <laughs> No, I would jump on the bed and spread out as much as I could. But getting up and making the bed because you look at that and you're going, I made my bed. And then you come back after maybe a shitty day, maybe a great day. You look at a made bed, it changes your perspective it does. amazingly. So just moving the quarter, making your bed, something, you yep. know, is positive. And right. that's what we, you know, positive. Because there's a lot of things that are going to make you negative. Why not do the things that are positive for you? Yep. You yep, know? for sure. Moving a quarter. Good for you. Yeah. Um well, I know we're getting close on time, but positive, it just reminds me, I want to circle back to your uh, podcast. So how's the podcast going? Um, I love I love the energy. Uh, I know we're doing a hard, hard uh, right turn from where we went, but yeah. um, <laughs> you know, if you're ever having a, having a bad day, the two of you just have a great dynamic. I, uh, I don't know what the other four people were doing, but they missed that. They missed out on you too. So I know third time's the charm on the, uh, Appreciate on the wedding front, but tell, tell the listeners a little bit about what you got. He's got going on a little bit about the podcast. Well, 2020 is going to be big. We're very excited. We're going to be hosting more events. We're going to be yeah. out and about more kind of like doing what the radio show was. We're yeah. going to be going on uh, live daily, just checking in with everybody. It's called the Jimbo and Jackie morning quickie. Oh, third time's a charm. You can still say it. I got excited. <laughs> I love and, it. And uh, basically every morning we're going to greet people this year and do something fun yeah. and just remind you of something fun that's happened to us. Or even if it was unfun, you know, talk it and go through it a little bit, you know, and, and put our positive fun spin on it. Yeah, we're yeah. at the overpass this morning talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We thought we'd uh, stand. Making trunks honk, trucks yeah. honk. Yeah, nice. remember the old days yep. when you'd pull, yay, and how excited you get because yeah. uh, Mr. Peterbilt pulled on his horn for <laughs> yeah. you. But, uh, yeah, we were out there just going live and just making people smile, hopefully uh, changing their attitude, you know, and maybe – Cool. You know, maybe saving them from something as dramatic as you moving yeah. the quarters. Maybe just making a smile and be nicer to that asshole that just cut you off on the freeway. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then uh, we're doing episodes every, dropping podcasts every week. Yeah. And going to be out and about even more than ever. And just trying to reclaim uh, the world again. Yeah. And we're going to do something called Jimbo and Jackie Show. Three times a charm. Keggers, where we're going to take over <laughs> places and have bands, and people could congregate and just have the most positively nice. positive time on planet Earth. Awesome. Where go. can they find out where you guys are going to be next? Where's all that um, information? Facebook, that? Instagram. Go to the Jimbo and Jackie Show dot com, yep. and you can pick whichever uh, podcast platform you like. But uh, we got a YouTube channel. We got a Facebook that we go live. But if you just do podcasts, nothing wrong with that. We ain't yeah. going to judge you. We just want to violate your ear hole any way you'd <laughs> nice. like it. I love so, it. yeah, go to the Jimbo and Jackie show. We got like 30-something different platforms. Yeah. Did you even know that? That there was like over 30-something we different ways? We were shocked. There's a lot we of platforms. I was like, holy yeah. hell, man. Yeah. So we try to be everywhere just so you can enjoy it. And we just want to make you smile, man. Nice. That's all we want to do. And then last question, and i like to see how um, each of you do it. We'll start with the lovely lady first. Excellent choice. Um, <laughs> how do you build your self-worth? Or what builds your self-worth for you? My self-worth. Ooh, getting deep. I like oh this. Oh, my gosh. My self-worth. You are amazing. You make so many people happy, oh gorgeous. Oh, my gosh, yeah. honey. Honestly, lifting you up builds my self-worth. 
But what do you do for yourself? Honest, I'm telling you. That that works. That's build, why I do this podcast. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Building you up helps build my self worth. And that's the most honest answer I can give. It really, really does. Does it really? I'm so happy you are where you finally need to be. I really am. It's an exciting, beautiful journey, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Life is crazy. And that's why you want to grab the best wingman or wing woman or whatever whatever choice you got and ride it through because yeah. Each gift, each day is a gift. You may as well enjoy it as much as you can. I thought about this guy for 16 years before I got to touch him. Oh. She told me that on our first makeout session. You want to talk about <laughs> pressure when she says, yeah. I've waited 16 years to touch you. Yeah. I got, I'm fresh from two months of divorce papers being served to me. And I'm like going, oh man, I got a lot to live up to. Yeah. And she's still here. Yeah. Jim and our children. <clears throat> yep. I love making them smile. Yeah. I love making you smile, even though. The kids think dad's a dork and stuff, yeah. and you could tell sometimes they don't want to be around you. And I remember seeing a picture of uh, the lead singer of Slayer on the red carpet, one of the coolest guys on planet Earth. I'm the, I'm the front man for Slayer. He's on the red carpet doing his horns of praise, you know, the metal horns. And his daughter is in the background with her arms crossed with that face. Like, come on, dad. <laughs> It's like, yeah. even when you're the lead singer of Slayer, your kids think yeah. you're a douche. <laughs> yeah. What about you? How but do you, you have those moments. I love making, look at those eyes on my gorgeous bride. Mm. Making her smile. My self-worth, I'm going to try to get a little even deeper, but I love making this woman smile. I love hearing my kids giggle. I love just, it's amazing, like, just to be able to be around people for me is a true gift. And if I can make you smile or just make you forget about your problems for a moment, that's what I want to do. I want to be that guy that when people see or talk to, they walk away and they're like going, and I feel good for yeah. some reason. I don't know what it is, but there's so much negativity in this world. I never want to make anybody feel like shit. Yeah. I really don't. And it, whether it's the, the give back, the pay it forward, Self-worth for me every day is making people smile. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. Well, you guys do it. Um, I'm with, with you. I think if you can put a smile on someone's face for a nanosecond, a second, a minute, a day, a week, whatever, it's one of the best compliments that I can give. And one of the things that I will tell both of you sincerely is that you two are silly geese. It's fun. The <laughs> podcast makes me smile. Um, you make my day better. I know you make a lot of people's day nice. better. And so whatever you do, keep them coming and uh, don't don't stop. And we'll see you around. Right I appreciate on, you. Thank Josh, you, guys. You made my Josh. life and yeah. day better by just Thank meeting you. Guys. you. Keep I really doing appreciate what you're doing. you guys coming. All right. All right. Be kind to yourself. <laughs>